player 2 has joined the game. Hey yo, what's up everybody and welcome to episode 47 of the Two Player Co-op Podcast. As always, I'm your host here, Kevin, along with my brother from my mother, Sean. How are we doing? Very good. How are you doing today, sir? Tonight? Uh, not bad. It was a little late. I was... You were? Well, I mean, like, not really. Well, like 15 minutes. Well, I mean, whatever. Uh, I, I figure usually you build in a little bit of buffer time there, so... Uh, I was busy getting the Master Sword. Ah, I can't even, that game is so big that I don't even remember when you get it now. After the water, the lake bed temple. Okay, because that's the third temple, right? Yeah. Okay, so you've got so the three pieces. Right, so now I can go wolf you to link. So did you see demand. Zelda at the, do you see her? You go back to the castle, she is that like heals Midna and right. like disappears and they put the diamond thing around the castle. Um. So I'm thinking Arbiter's Grounds or whatever is next, if I remember correctly. Mm, I mean, is the next uh, dungeon? I'm sure I got a ways to go before. That's I when get I there. really started picking it up, though. So I'm at 12 hours. Okay. So I don't know. If that's I don't know if that's. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't know. You guys can go back and check and see where I was. Um, but yeah, still love the game. I had to do the stupid puzzle where you have to move the statues and get them to their starting locations. Oh my God. So I had it. I had one was above and one was below. And then I rushed and accidentally jumped the wrong way to and they where both. Well, I think you got to get them to line up to where you get one of them to where they can't go a certain way. And that's what helps them line up. Right. The guy that was on top, instead of having him go down and the guy below go up, I went the other way. So the guy on top couldn't move. And the guy went this way. Right. Boom. So now they're one off. And now I was just screwed. Like, well, so reset. I said, start yeah. over. And then I just Googled it. I'm like, I had it figured I, I, out. I, I, I ended just, up, I wasn't going to admit, but you said it too. I just Googled it. Cause I was like, I can't, this I is, had it. I was and doing it for like 10 minutes. I just got minutes. careless and screwed it up. So I'm like, that, that counts. I'm going to Google it. Yeah. Now. I was doing it for like 10 minutes. I was like, plus I, I was running late. So right. like, whatever. Um, it's okay. But yeah, I'm loving the game. Uh, I beat since we last oh, podcasted. I definitely beat. Lake Bed Temple. I don't even think I'd beaten Goron Mines then. So I'd be in a couple remember. dungeons. Um, what was the Goron boss? It was the big Goron guy oh. that you had to like grab the chain and trip him. And then That's right. That With was a fun boots. one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Water Temple wasn't terrible. I thought I remembered. Maybe I, I just. remember. Well, go ahead. I think I just got through it more easily this time than I did my first time through. But I thought there was a whole lot more water manipulation that you had to do. You basically just turn the water on. You just turn the water on in each separate wing. And then that's kind of it. I thought there was, okay, now I got this water on, so now I want to send this water over yeah. there, so I got to turn this and have that go. Th- I thought there was a lot more of that, and there really see, wasn't. I think what screwed, I think that was the one where I got somewhere I shouldn't have been yet. Like I went, like I was able to like glitch through a tower or something using the hook shot. Oh, yeah. Or wait, do you here. have the hook shot yet? Yeah, I got it in that level. The claw shot. Yeah, well, I, it's always the hook shot to me. Yeah. Um, why, yeah, why change it? But I guess it makes sense because then at that last, you're you're grabbing onto like nets and stuff, so you can't just go. You need to. Yeah, yeah, I guess something like that. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I'm loving it. Um, I think I've only gotten one complete heart piece, a heart container worth of heart pieces. Um, I haven't done a whole lot of side stuff like exploring. Like, I didn't go into like a single store in Castle Town. 
I didn't go into... I only did by accident. I went into the bomb place in Kakariko Village and anywhere else I had to to like further the story, yep. but I haven't done like a whole lot of exploring or anything. So I think I'm getting through it relatively quickly. I kind of just want to beat it. And then depending on you where got, I'm at with other games, then maybe I go back and you got eight days. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, Zelda. So that's what I've been playing. You didn't ask, but no, I didn't. But playing. thank you for sharing. Um, what else? Uh, I'm done. I'm done with fantasy football. I've now lost two in a row. Aren't First you like time six all and year. Four, though, or I'm something? six and five now. I had a nice, comfy lead. Going into last night, I have Jordy, um, Starks, and their kicker, Crosby. Guy I'm playing has Jameson Crowder, Robert Kelly, and um, Fat Rob. Maybe Jordan Reed. Good lord. Yeah, so we were all down to like that game. I had like a twenty point lead. I'm like, I was over. We we're watching the Survivor Series. I got the alert. Touchdown, Jordy Nelson. I got another alert. Touchdown, uh, James Starks. I'm like, all right, I'm good. So I get home and I'm up by like six, and it's basically like run out the clock mode. Packers have the ball. I'm like, maybe I can get a nice little insurance touchdown here or something. I wasn't watching. I was just following on my phone at this point. Right. Rodgers, I think, got sacked, or maybe it was a pass, and the receiver fumbled. Somebody fumbled it. Washington got the ball back. So now it's like straight up just run out the clock. Fat Rob goes for like a 68-yard run or something, <clears throat> and then ends up like punching it in from like the two. Simmons was I talking lost. about him today and how happy, how happy he was and how much he loves Fat Rob and all this stuff. I didn't realize you were going against Fat Rob. Oh, uh, yeah. So, so Fat Rob. Um, so yeah, I ended up losing. I won a game, but I'm now two ten and one, and I'm eliminated. For, obviously, I'm eliminated from the playoffs <laughs> with that kind of a record. So it's like, who cares, right? Um, yeah, that's not good. No, that's not good. So I've been done with fantasy. If you've been listening to us, you've been, you know, I've been done with fantasy for a long time. I'm having a bad hair day. Yeah, what's going on there? Do I have a receding hairline? Just push that up. It just, just kind it of doesn't fall. go because it just goes like, boom. Yeah. I didn't do any product today. Sorry, folks. Got to have the product. Sorry. I was too, I was too tired to do the product this morning. Uh, yeah. Segway, Survivor Series. Watched it last night. I, nobody saw that coming. Overall thoughts on the show. I feel like we say this after every pay-per-view now. It's just meh. It I loved I loved the main event. Well, I loved the two main events. The Survivor Series match, which I didn't think. I figured it would be fun. Yeah, <clears throat> but it was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed that. Um, and then Goldberg and uh, whatever his name is. Very divisive. Brock. I loved it. I it's, loved it just because I love Goldberg. Right, yeah. And what you sent me, so you sent me something earlier today yeah. talking about how um, Brock apparently was pushing for this outcome. Maybe not a squash so much, but a loss. A quick. Well, he wanted it to be a quick match. He said, I want, and another thing I read later in the day said he wanted it to be a quick match because I guess earlier in the week they had signed a deal because Vince loved what he was seeing from Goldberg on Raw. He knew he still had it. So they signed him to a three-month deal or six-month deal or whatever it is to take him through WrestleMania. Yeah. So then Brock said, okay, it's not just about him winning, not to mention Goldberg's shoulder is hurt. This is what we need to do. Right. Brock Lesnar 
<laughs> the the scariest man on the planet was like, no, have him just murder me in the middle of the ring. No yeah. funny business, no nothing. And he did it. I love that. I We were both at the time, we're like, that's it? Like, even when he pinned him, I was like, okay, Heyman's going to jump in the ring, or Brock's going to kick out, and then he's going to kill him. Something's going to happen, but no. Those, Goldberg those just those destroyed it. him. Yeah. I just think it's so something about Brock, because it seems so out of character, because we see him so little, he says so little, he just shows up, destroys people, and then leaves for months again. He just shows up and gets paid. So it's cool to hear about the behind-the-scenes stuff where he lobbied for this. Like, yeah. I would have thought he would basically say, I'm not going to sign, I'm not going to do a match unless I win. So that, right off the bat, kind of shocks me. And the fact I read in that same article that he and Goldberg are apparently good friends. Like, yeah, I did not It's just so that. cool. Like, it's it's refreshing to see that side of Brock, who I was really star. I mean, I don't hate him. He's a great draw and everything, but after Orton, whether that was planned or not, I was just like, right, this guy is too much. Like he's going to kill somebody. He needs to just stop. So yeah. it's just, but it's, it's cool to, there's no way it was planned the way it went. I don't think he's a, bad, he's a almost, scary, scary dude, but yeah. I don't think he's a bad no guy, but no, I loved it. They're obviously going to set up WrestleMania. I hope don't do it at the rumble. Well, they already late breaking news. You missed it. Cause you're playing Zelda. We're recording this as Raw's on the air. I just watched Goldberg came out. He kicked off raw. He said he got to the back because he'd said, I got one more ass kicking left in me and one more spear, another, and saw Stephanie in the back, and she's like, well, you're right. You did have another spear, another jackhammer, but do you have one more title run in you? And crowd goes nuts, and he said, you're better ass I do, or whatever. And she said, well, the title run goes through Royal Rumble. So he is it is now official. He's in the Rumble. So what has to happen is Brock eliminates him. It's the flip of the script from 12 years ago when Goldberg eliminated, wait, no, that's what happened. No, that is what happened all those years ago. Brock eliminated Goldberg. That's why Goldberg made him lose the title to Eddie. So it's going to be the same thing. Brock is going right, to eliminate. Yeah. He's not. Brock's not going to be in the match. I won't be surprised if he's not even on the pay per view. He just shows up, eliminates Goldberg, and then they fight at WrestleMania. Probably, I but think not shocking. Right. Goldberg's not going to be at crappy Roadblock because who? <laughs> you think Goldberg really cares about Roadblock? No. So that's good to know. Right. Um. But yeah, I don't know. The the rest of the show was just not good. It's Stupid so Miz weird. won again, more of the same. The tag team match was nothing changed. Sort like, of entertaining, but just kind of a big <clears throat> But it's cluster. all this like Raw versus SmackDown stuff, and it's a big deal and all this. And the only two matches that really mattered, and this is kind of stealing Brandon Brandon Stroud's thoughts, read him at uprocks.com slash pro wrestling, was like the two matches that really meant anything were the two title matches. Right. The whole cruiserweight division could go to SmackDown, which I kind of thought would happen after I thought about it, even though I picked the Brian Kedrick to win, and he did win. Baron Corbin just comes out and just kills everybody. Dumb. Yeah. So now nothing changes. And then in his home country, Sami Zayn's fighting for the Intercontinental title against Miz, who nobody likes, and he doesn't win it. So nothing, like nothing changes. Raw yeah. won two of the three Survivor Series matches, but who really cares? It's not like there wasn't even a trophy. Right. There's no bragging rights trophy. There's nothing. Uh, speaking of bragging rights, guess who won the uh, picks again? That's me. Actually, the only one I got wrong was Goldberg. 
Oh, yeah, because I switched my pick to Sammy. Yeah. Once Ziggler got screwed. And you yeah. had SmackDown women. Congrats. Yeah, I did. Whatever. So it was fine. Yeah, it was, it was fun. It was entertaining, I guess. Um, I'm glad it didn't go four hours. No, we were both shocked. It was like 920 here Central. And we're like, well, that's is like something else is going to has, has to happen. This is not how it's going to end. No, that's how it ended. No, it was fine. So... I don't know where AJ goes. He's he's going to beat Ambrose. He's not going to drop the title to Ambrose. I'm not going to get my hopes up that he's actually going to fight HBK at the Rumble because we're just not that lucky. But it would be pretty cool if he fought Undertaker, which I almost wonder if that's what they're setting up now. At Rumble Taker or at Mania? Back. At Rumble. Oh. <sighs> it's either that. I think he's – and then he'll probably lose to Cena at Mania, so Cena gets his 16th world title is what I think will happen. A lot can change before then, but just thinking in my head, that's what I think will happen. I don't know where else I could think if I'm not in my head. It's the best place to do it. Uh, so, yeah, Survivor Series thoughts. That's that. Thank you all. We're over 60 subscribers now. I was going to say we're at 60, but now we are over 60. That Woo. needle is going this way. Thank you all so much. Please spread the word. We're on a push to get to 100 if you didn't already know that. We're on a push to get to 100. Thank you so much. We got three episodes to go before we hit number 50. Be really cool if we somehow jumped up by forty subs in 39. three weeks. Spread the word, spread the love. Thank you so much. Uh, we're planning some fun stuff too. I don't know if you want to get into the deets now, nah, because we don't really have anything. We don't have anything. We really also haven't away, really done a good job planning it, so we don't know yeah. we can, we've got vague ideas. We have we have some good stuff planned for episode fifty. So stay tuned. What else have you been playing this week? Before we oh. get into that, wait. You're drinking a ginger oh. beer? So, I was really confused. I'm this very is confused. part of the... I didn't think people actually drank ginger beers. Well... I thought they were just for so, Moscow Mules and all Right. That. I don't think this is a ginger beer. Oh, okay. I think it is a ginger beer. Ginger colored? I think it is a beer... Oh, they don't even have... Usually they have the little... <coughs> synopsis. Descriptions up here. Well, how do I know what I'm drinking? Anyway... Um, I don't I, think it's literally a ginger beer. A really weird noise. Hope that didn't come through the microphone. <laughs> because I don't think ginger beer. Again, I've only drink, drank, drinking, consumed, consumed ginger beer as part of Moscow Mules. Correct. Same or way. some kind of mules. But I'm pretty sure it's not alcoholic. I think it's like ginger ale. It's just no. <clears throat> yeah. Then why the hell would they sell? Well, I mean, I. But what I'm saying is, I think this is not. That uh, it's the same. Now. I think they just call this ginger beer. Well, it's a beer. It's got ginger flavor. Oh, let's so just call a ginger it ginger beer. beer. But it's not a ginger beer, right? But down the hatch. Oh, you haven't even tried it yet. Well, this no. is breaking news. Sean trying a ginger beer for the first time ever. And now, have you tried ginger beer that you put in Moscow Mules by itself before? No. Okay, so you have no frame of reference here. No, but I can definitely taste a little ginger. But it still tastes like beer. I assume ginger beer just tastes, for the most part, like ginger ale. This tastes like beer, not ginger ale. So it's just it's a beer, beer with, a hint with of ginger. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's not bad. It's nothing special. I'm drinking my Four Roses small batch. Neat. No ice. It is neat. It's too cold out for ice. Need to warm up out here. Whiskey will do that. So, what do you have? You have you been playing anything? Oh, I know we got something to talk about. That's right. Yeah. Just so, in time, finally beat uh, episode three right. of Batman Telltale. I hope you took a picture of your choices. 
I didn't, but I was in the majority except for one. Which was? Uh, Brittany got a kick out of this, my fiance, because she was watching the latter half of it. Uh, oh, I it's going to be the same as me. I did not make a move on Catwoman for the second time. In episode two, when you're like behind the car or whatever with her, and she tries to kiss you, I said, "No, no, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do it," because I was, you know, trying so, to be a good friend to Harvey. Yeah, and then, I, and I was in the vast minority there. Right. And again, I think I was maybe like one of, I was part of like eighteen percent to make that choice. Okay, everything else I did was the majority, but it was like not a vast majority, but probably. 55 to 60 percent um i so Brittany asked if i wasn't here would you have like put the moves on her i'm like no it's just i made this choice earlier i'm sticking with it so the funny thing is jess was watching me at that point also and it like i started out like kiss her on the forehead or do nothing and i kissed her on the forehead and then when she like straddles you or something i was like this This is is just weird this is weird (laughs) and like jess is watching and i'm like but it's still like you are with harvey so I was like, no, and I pushed her away. Um, so how did it end for you? Um, oh, so you're at, at the, the, press the press conference. By the way, what, is, what does Harvey look like? He's still Harvey, but I know where this is going. He's still Harvey. But he's like freaking out. He's like well, he was going trying to fight off you the in deep the apartment end. and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. But he's just Harvey. Yeah. Is he Two-Face for you? Yeah. Almost a Tooth-Face. Yeah, he's Tooth-Face. <laughs> he's Toothless. He's Two-Face. And he's wearing like a Phantom of the Opera mask. I can't believe... So that's how, did why he, how did he become Tooth-Face? <laughs> when, that's why I was asking, like, what happened at the end of episode two? Because at the end of episode two, for me, when I save Selena, Penguin comes up behind him, knocks him down, grabs a light fixture, and breaks it over his face and holds it there to where he's like burning, going, ah! God. Yeah. I mean, you don't see, you just see the right, light yeah, and yeah. stuff, but I'm like, that's why I didn't want to give it away, but now it's to the point where I'm like, I, I can't believe he's not Two-Faced for you. So, wow. That's crazy. Telltale, I mean, Telltale, shout out to you. That's pretty cool because I figured no matter what, the main story beats, but it seems like he's acting the same. It's just like a palette swap, basically. Probably. Yeah. I'm sure the dialogue but was so he came up. Same. Okay. So, did he come up to the apartment? Yep, I hid. He the saw room. you there in your underwear. It was yeah. like Bruce. What the hell is this? And he's yeah. like, so he was still kind of have two personalities, yeah. and he was fighting with himself. Okay. Yep. Yeah, he was like, he basically says, "All right, you know." They told him to leave, and he's like, "Okay, you know, whatever. I'm sorry. I'll I'll go." And he's walking out, and then he says, "Yeah, run away with your tail behind your or with your right. tail." He starts talking to himself. And, yeah, and yeah, stuff. He's doing yeah. that kind of stuff, but he's God, still so he's weird. Still Harvey. That is so weird. But yeah, so it ended with a press conference. I basically chose all the dialogue that was like penguins, you know, he's, I went he's not half, who you think he is. I went halfway. Penguin, Oswald yeah. is. You know. I went halfway agreeing. Halfway through the speech, I was agreeing. Then I was like, you know what? No, screw this. This guy is forcing me out of my own company. He's used to be my friend, whatever. No, screw this guy. So that's when I started going off script. Yeah. Oh, I went off script the whole time. Okay. But I'm sure it didn't really change anything. I, I don't think so. Um, And this, I will say, I actually, spoiler alert, I don't know. Oh, um, I mean, whatever. Yeah, I did. I will pat yourself. Yeah. Don't hit the mic. The yeah. Um, I did actually figure out a little bit ahead of time. Bull. That I did. No way about Vicky. Yeah. 
How? When they said that... You knew she was the leader of the, well, okay. the master I didn't, of the I didn't house know or whatever. That. Okay. But I knew master when they started talking about, house. oh, we must have a, a leak, you know, who's providing this information and then blah, blah, blah. I was like, it's fakey. Oh, the only now p- I forget that part because it's been yeah, so long. Yeah, I didn't know. I, I didn't know it. she was the leader. No, but what was the what was the leak? Because it's been so long. Oh, since I don't I remember. It. it was um, <sighs> what was it? Was it what the bad guys were saying they had a leak or something or something like that? Okay, uh, I forget that part because it's been so long. But yeah, I can't remember. But they said something, and it was like a who done it kind of thing. And yeah. Like, and then I just thought, I'm like, hmm, maybe, maybe Vicky. And then so how once I it, saw her at the end, I'm like, uh, something's about I had to go no, down here. It completely caught me off guard because I should have known, though, because like I said, with the Wayne family and all this other stuff, like I'm like, and then with Falcone getting killed and there was one other thing that happened that I can't remember what it was that really was shocking. I'm like, obviously nothing is sacred, not that they're screwing stuff up, but like expect the unexpected. But then when she stabbed me, wait, what, what, say it. When she stabbed me with the friggin' truth serum, with the, the, the virus thing or whatever, I was like, yeah. at first I was just like, oh, you, like, you're mad because I didn't give you a story. But then when she starts talking and she says she's the leader of the children of Arkham, I was like, no friggin' way. Are you kidding me? Even when she said that, I thought she meant like a behind the scene. I don't no, know. She, she literally was the one meant kicking I Batman's am, right. ass. And then yeah. you, yeah. Yeah, that's. I don't think that's anything. They've never had Vicky be anything. Vicky has never been anything a but a love interest, uh, right? Yeah, yeah. So that was that was interesting. Um, well, good. I'm glad we're both caught up now. Uh, spoiler alert! By the time you're watching this, episode four is out. Go download it, play it. We'll have our thoughts next week. I assume. Yeah, we should because you don't have Final yeah. Fantasy yet. So we'll have our thoughts next week. We'll probably go into. It'll be fun to have us both at the same point to be able to talk through it. Um, I will say I'm. Maybe stupidly, because obviously all the evidence is to the contrary. Mm. I'm still thinking somehow the Waynes are going to be cleared. Somehow so. it's some kind of misunderstanding. Unless something, it's some some kind of like some kind of like Metal Gear Solid Two level of data manipulation or something to where. There's some kind of conspiracy and everybody's in it and it's the control of digital information. I I don't think they're gonna I don't think they'll be vindicated. I think they're guilty. Uh-huh. I still don't know how I feel about it. But, you know. Yeah. We'll see. Anything else? Blah. As I talk over your <laughs> No, that's it. I have been playing a little game called Watch Dogs 2 that this year, other than Uncharted 4, was my most anticipated game of the year, bar none. Uh, if you haven't listened to us before, I've said many times on here, I actually really liked Watch Dogs 1. I thought... I didn't have a problem with the story. A lot of people had a problem with the story. It was dark. Well, it was supposed to be dark. It's a revenge tale. His niece was killed. You know, it is what it is. Um, they definitely oversold how crazy the game was going to be and how you can hack everything and what the graphics were going to be. They definitely oversold all that, but that is what it is. The game was still fun. I didn't like the driving controls. I thought they were horrible coming off of GTA five. And I didn't like that. You couldn't shoot and drive. And there's a couple other little misgivings. And I said, hopefully they'll fix that in this game. They fixed it. The funny thing is though, you don't now I know why I kind of know why they didn't include shooting and driving in the first one. Cause you don't need to, like, I don't ever do it. 
sometimes I forget how to do it, but they nailed it. So I, yeah, the little I saw of you playing it last night, it seems like guns are a much smaller part of this they game. They are completely, completely secondary because your weapon is, is this information, this thing right here. So to give you a little bit of overview on the story, I'm not going to go into any major spoilers or anything because I haven't beaten it. I'm probably, I figured, now this is, we should have, this is one thing I should have included in the pet peeve episode that I didn't. I hate nowadays when games don't have full stats. I want to know how long I've been playing this game and it doesn't tell me. I hate that. It's because I'm OCD. And I want to know how many hours I've been dipping into this thing, like 350 into GTA 5. I hate that. Maybe they'll patch it at some point. It maybe tell I can you go. How many hours you've been? Playing? No. Maybe I can go to Ubisoft's website because you, you know, their U Club or whatever the hell it's called. But so, basic overview of the story: very simple. Marcus Holloway is a black guy in San Francisco who's a hacker. He basically a minor, minority report gone wrong. That sounded weird. Minority report like the movie where pre-crime and all this other stuff. They peg him as being guilty of something that he did not do. He breaks into Bloom, who are the manufacturer, like the, the parent company of CTOS, the big brother company, and tries to clear his name, and he finds out they got all this, this dirt on him that's false. So he says, all right. He lines up with DeadSec, who is the hacker group, who Aiden was not a part of in Watch Dogs 1. They were kind of, they were other hackers that were like anar- anarchists and stuff in Chicago while Aiden was doing his own thing. But Marcus hooks up with these people. And the whole point of the game is you've got a lot of story missions. There's lots of missions in this. There's never a shortage of stuff to do. There's, you usually have at least two or three, at least two story missions to choose from. When I say missions, they're not like one mission. It's like a story. It's like a mini story episode where you've got multiple parts to each mission, which is cool. And you've got side missions. You've got online missions. I haven't done any online missions yet because I don't want to do online missions. Um, but the whole point is dead sec. Everybody likes DeadSec because they're trying to take down the man and stuff. DeadSec has an app, like a DeadSec Twitter. I don't know what it is. Some kind of social media app that they tell everybody to download. And they tell them when you download it, hey, you're not sharing your information with us, but you are letting us basically use your phone to boost our computing power or something like that. So when you get to a certain number of followers, I thought it was a million, but I'm already almost like at 800,000. I can't be that close to the end of the game. Maybe it's 5 million or something. But when you get to a certain amount of followers, then the main final mission opens up and you've got enough computing power to go take down DeadSec. Very simple. So you just, you do every mission, every side op, everything you do increases your followers. You can be an Uber driver. And if you do a good job and you get a good rating, that boosts your followers. You can uh, do go-kart races. You can do races, I mean, with your little jumper thing. You can do races with your, uh, 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 what's it called, your drone. Everything adds to it. It's so much fun. This reminds me so much more of GTA than the first Watch Dogs did. Like I was telling you last night, Watch Dogs 1 is GTA 4 to what Watch Dogs 2 is to GTA 5. Did I say that right or did I just flip that? I think you got it right. Okay. We know what you meant. It's Watch Dogs 1 was very serious, open world, but you didn't. It, you felt like it was still holding back. And then Watch Dogs 2 and GTA 5 comes along and it's just go do whatever you want. You can't fly an airplane in this. That's the only thing you can't do in GTA 5, that you can do in GTA 5. Yeah. yeah. You can pet dogs which is awesome. You see a doggy on the street, you pet him. And, and Marcus always says, oh, you're going to let me scritch you. Scritch. I've never mm, heard scritch that word. You, scr- I don't know why, but he says like, oh, you're going to let me scritch you. Like, what? Um, 
It's kind of interesting. So the one thing that one of the things I was worried about this, first off, the controls are great. Driving feels just like GTA. I still like driving motorcycles better than cars just because they just it just feels faster or something. But I really like it. The controls are much better. Um, one of the things I was worried about was the characters, and I said it looks, and I've said it on Twitter, and I think I've said it on here, it looks like Hot Topic, Watch Dogs colon Hot Topic. Marcus is fine. He even They make a joke at the beginning of how he's like, I'm not a hipster, and then all the other weird characters in DeadSec are like, yeah, okay, you're not a hipster, whatever. Kind of like making fun of themselves. The side characters that you're with in DeadSec are okay, but the guy with the friggin' his name is Wrench, with the emojis, I tweeted this during Survivor Series last night, Naomi came out with a mask that was doing like emojis and stuff, and I was like, oh, she stole Wrench's, uh, she stole Wrench's mask. And then, randomly, the guy who is the voice actor of one of the guys in the game retweeted it. I was like, well, that's weird. Hmm. Um, so he's annoying because it's just, it's like so over the top, but whatever, it's fine. So it's not too hot topic ish other than wrench. So far, not really spoiler alerts here, but um, you get into a remote control race with a Knight Rider car or their version of the Knight Rider car. It's freaking awesome and fun and amazing you take on the church of scientology it's the church of the new dawn in this but you take you take on the church of scientology and oh god it's so much fun that's all i'll say um one of the big differences in the gameplay other than the driving and stuff like that is these puzzles so you never saw the first watchdogs and i didn't get to any of these yesterday because there's not a lot of them in the first watchdogs if you wanted to hack into somebody's apartment or something in a, a side mission or if you had this this puzzle thing in a main mission you would hack into a bloom thing and then up on your screen it would take up the whole screen like you wouldn't see yourself anymore or anything and you would have like picture all these lines you've got a starting point here and then you've got blue lines or red lines and then you've got um either a straight line that you twist twist so you try to get the blue lines to line up or you've got two lines going across and one go like a t and you twist them, you try to get the blue lines to line up to go to another block that's locked, okay? This sounds like, do you remember Pipe Dream? Holy crap. Yeah, I do remember Pipe Dream. For Nintendo? Yeah. That's what that sounds like. So that game, that mini game puzzle solving thing is back in Watch Dogs 2. However, now instead of it just being like the whole outside world pauses while you do it, you are walking, you're moving around in a space and you're looking up at like buildings and stuff that have the puzzle on them. So it's not as simple as just you do it and you got a, you got a timer or whatever and you got to go doom, 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 flip this. Okay, that unlocked. Now I got to flip it this way, go back, flip this one. Now that thing unlocked and you try to get to the top. Now you're doing it while avoiding guards and robots and stuff like that. It's pretty cool. Hmm. Adds a twist to it. I really like that. The weird thing, since the last time I played Watch Dogs was Watch Dogs 1, I think I fired it up maybe six months ago just to kind of get a feel for it again. In Watch Dogs 1, I was completely maxed out. You saw my upgrade tree. Yeah, a lot <laughs> left. I've got a lot left. So it's so weird from going... To, in Watch Dogs 1, I was basically a god at this point where I could do anything in the city I wanted to, and now I'm having to unlock everything again. You you gain XP, basically, to unlock stuff as you get your followers up, but then as you do side missions, or you, you'll like just drive by a house, and all of a sudden it'll pop up. Oh, here's a research point if you go take out these guards and pick up a bag or something like that. So there's it, it's you, you can definitely uh, gain research points, XP, whatever you want to call it, without a lot of difficulty. Um, 
What else? Oh, yeah. There's no morality system, which is kind of weird. Because in the first Watch Dogs, talk about Minority Report, you could see you could see somebody, you would get an alert on your map that says like, okay, over here on this block, there's a crime about to take place. So you'd go over there and you'd like go behind cover and you'd watch these two people interact and you'd see two meters, it would like go green, yellow, and then red, you know, something's about to go down. Either somebody would get held up or they would get robbed and you'd have to chase the guy and if you beat him up, your morality or whatever went up. Whereas if you just run around shooting civilians and blowing stuff up, you go down, down. Cops, I think cops would recognize you easier or something. Um, there's none of that in Watch Dogs 2. So I can blow up, I can kill dogs and people and blow cop cars up and stuff. As long as I can get away, okay, then I'm done. Like you saw me when I got away from that chase. I'm like, okay, now I can just walk around the city. Right. I yeah. had a four-star you know, wanted level, and now I can just do whatever. So that's kind of weird. Um, spoiler alert for the next 30 seconds. Okay, you got your warning. Aiden's in the game. Really? The main character from Watch Dogs 1 is in the game. It's just a cameo and a side mission, but when I got it, I was like, this is freaking awesome. I was hoping they'd put Aiden in there because he got a bad rap because he was, oh, I'm Aiden Pierce and I'm depressed. His niece got killed and he was pissed. Sorry. Not only that, spoiler alert over, I guess I, I didn't watch any trailers once I saw the game originally and I saw some gameplay and I was like, okay, I'm good. T-Bone is in it. means nothing to you. Raymond Kenny T-Bone is in this. If you've watched the trailers, you know that. I didn't know that. He was um, one of the most redeeming characters in the first one because he was just fun. He was an older guy, white guy, dreads, like one of the original hackers. He's in this, and I just got to point and start in the story where he plays a major role. I guess they showed him in pre-release trailers, and I just missed it, but I was very happy to see T-Bone Kenny in the game. T-Bone! T-Bone. What do they call George Coco? Coco. Yeah. And they gave him the double zero shirt for ooh. Ooh. (laughs) That's all I've been playing. Those are my thoughts on Watch Dogs 2. This game, I'm disappointed now because I saw today sales are way down from Watch Dogs 1. That sucks because it's getting really good reviews. IGN is the only place so far that's given it a bad score. They gave it a 6.5 as a review in progress because the seamless online stuff is broken. Like, well, that's crap, but they haven't posted their final score, and whenever Ubisoft turns it on, uh, their their score will go up for sure. They're the only outlet that I haven't seen. Everybody else has gotten it no less than 8 out of 10. I'm hoping over time this will sell a lot of copies, but what I read today, Watch Dogs 2, I mean, Watch Dogs 1, in its first week, sold 4 million copies. In the UK, in its first week, it sold 380 copies. Watch Dogs, I mean, 380,000. Okay. Watch Dogs 2, they're estimating it's around 80 in the UK. So almost 20% of what the first one did. Wow. Now, this is going up against Call of Duty, Battlefield's out there, Titanfall, nobody's buying that, but Call of Duty's out there and Battlefield's out there. Call of Duty's still number one. When the first Watch Dogs came out, it came out in May. There was nothing around it. So that was like the perfect time for it to come out. I think over time and as word spreads, like Greg, kind of funny, he, he said this is now in the conversation for his game of the year. And he wow. never thought that was going to happen. So I was very happy to see that with Watch Dogs 2. Go out there. Like I said, I haven't beat the game yet, but I know what the game is now. I put nine, ten hours in it. Buy Watch Dogs 2. Please check it out. Great game. Very interested. It'll, it'll be up there on my, my end of the year top five list or whatever we end up doing for sure 
I think that's all I've been playing. I don't think I've played anything else because once that hit, yeah, I got it Tuesday. Yeah, so no, we recorded Monday. No, the Giants played Monday. Tuesday. Or no. Sunday. No, because I got it too. So we we did a Sunday. Sunday night. We yeah, did yeah. a Sunday night recording. So that's what I've been playing. All right. I think it's time for the news of the week. I felt like printing this out this week. I don't know why. As opposed to just going with the iPad. Just killing trees. Yep. F them. Trees don't need nothing. They, they grow back. They're fine. Don't don't unsub. I, I really I don't hate trees. Don't don't unsub. So did you see this depressing news? Uh, I know what you're going to say. And yes, I did. The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. This comes from Eurogamer. Nintendo's biggest Switch game will not be available when the console launches in March. That's according to a new report which details the game's current state of development and which tallies... Well, that's a weird way. Which tallies with information provided to Eurogamer by sources close to Nintendo. Last night, so this was a few days ago, reliable... Nintendo tipster. I thought it said hipster, so I had to stop there for a second. Reliable Nintendo tipster Emily Rogers detailed the game's localization schedule, which will now continue through the excuse me <laughs> the end of 2016. Quote: Four to six months of testing will follow before the game launches. Damn it! Eurogamer had separately been told of the same schedule as Nintendo is committed to launching the game in as close to a perfect state as possible after so long in development. To put it lightly, this is no small feat. Breath of the Wild is a huge open-world game which leans heavily on sandbox systems. Nintendo's latest official statement for Breath of the Wild is simply 2017. This was not updated when the Nintendo Switch was unveiled last month. The question is, blah, 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 blah. So a little history on Breath of the Wild. It was first announced in January 2013 for the Wii U. Dear wow. God. I know. I was like, really? And then it was first shown at E3 2014. They said the release would be 2015. In March 2015, they said, we're no longer looking at a release of 2015. We're now going to release it in 2016. Then in April 2016, they said, we're releasing it in 2017. And they said it will be a simultaneous release on the NX, which is now the Switch. However, so today, this just broke earlier today, there was a leak, Target.com, inadvertently put up the release date as June 13th, 2017, which is a Tuesday when games normally come out. Thoughts. I am. I had the air taken out of my sails for the Switch when I heard this. Was that a uh, Wind Waker joke? Oh, no, but I wish it, it should have been. Yes, actually it was. I planned that. Um it sucks, but at the same time, it doesn't make me want to switch any less. I'm still going to get it day one. Oh, I thought you said want to switch any less. No, get a switch any less. Um, I want it. I want them to get it right. I want this game I to, want be it to be as be, perfect as possible. I want it to be my favorite game of all time. Yeah. Um, I was getting into an art, not really an argument, a, a discussion with some guy on Twitter about this who was saying that he thinks since it's going to be delayed that it's only going to be delayed on the switch and that it'll no, come out on Wii U first. They've said it's simultaneous. I'm like they're not, 
I'm like, there's no way they're going to release this on Wii U. Why would they switch? Why would they kill their Switch sales? That's what I'm saying. After as bad as the Wii U performed, they want every single possible sale number for games, for the system, for everything on the Switch as possible. They don't care if they sell 5,000 units on the Wii U of this thing. If it gets, if it sells 5 million on the Switch, they win. Yeah. Um. There's a very good chance that. Well, there's a. 100% 100% chance that I was not going to be done with Final Fantasy by March. Still a pretty good chance I'm not going to be done with Final Fantasy by June. So it's not like I'm going to be big? in this low. Well, if I'm going to try to like 100% it probably. Okay. Um, so it sucks to have to wait, but at the same time, I'm going to have plenty of other stuff to keep me busy. So game-wise. But now this means they can't put out the Switch with... Mario Kart and Splatoon. This has to mean Mario 64, Mario 128, or whatever they're going to call it. Mario Galaxy 1040. I mean, it's not Galaxy 6. Yeah, Yeah, Mario 720. It better be 1080 on the big screen. You better not screw that up, Nintendo. No, Mario Mario has to be coming out now at launch. It has to be. You need a bit, you need a flagship release title. Yeah. It has to be Mario, right? It has to be, yeah. But they better. Oh, and the other thing came out. I don't have it on here because I don't care. Uh, Pokemon Stars is the rumored title for Pokemon Sun and Moon Remix or whatever it'll be um, for the Switch. That apparently is coming out next year as Pokemon Stars. A lot of people thought Eclipse would be the name. Sun, Moon, Eclipse would make more sense, but Pokemon Pokemon Stars makes sense too. But that's not going to be that. They're saying that's probably a fall title. So if you've got... In a way, it's kind of smart because if you do nail whatever this Mario game is and it comes out at launch in March, three months later, Zelda. Three months later, Pokemon or a new or Smash Brothers or, or Metroid. Please, God, let there be a Metroid game coming out for this. A 2D Metroid. Do it. Um, that's kind of smart because then you've got what's so going to sell this thing stagger. is first party. Like right. if it plays NBA 2K and Skyrim and all that crap, great. I'm still, even if I get this thing, I still think, like, if Metal Gear Solid 3 Remake ever comes out, I'm going to get it on my PlayStation. Right. There are you very know what I mean? few non-first-party games that I would get on the Switch anyway. Unless there was some kind of well non-first-party game that I would like to be able to just pick up and play for a little bit on the go and put down that I don't want to have to go and fire up the PS4 for. Right. I don't know what that would be. But that would be the you only know reason I would. Yeah, yeah, that's the only reason I would ever get something other than a Nintendo. But games. I'm okay with spending two hundred fifty dollars or three hundred dollars on this thing just for first party games because. Oh yeah, I have no regrets about the Wii U. The Wii U has been worth it. Now that I've, what do I have? New Super Mario U, Mario 3D World, Mario Kart 8, Scribble Knots was a blast. Um, now I've played Twilight Princess on it. Um, what else am I forgetting? There's another game I'm forgetting. All first-party games. That system, I've I've gotten. I I could not be happier with getting that system. So, as much as I want it to be in March, I will probably still pre-order the thing. Oh yeah. I've never been the biggest fan of the 3D Mario games. I've really never played Mario 64. I don't give a crap about Sunshine. I played Galaxy for five minutes and then I got doing something else and I just never went back to it. So I know I just I don't know what I'm missing. Yeah. If the Mario game's coming out, 
great. I'll still probably buy it at launch. There's no doubt for me. I mean, I'm getting it. I'm getting it with or without Zelda. I know that Zelda's coming and whatever. There will be some... Well, that's the only reason I wouldn't get it day one, is if Mario's not on it. If Mario's not there, then good luck. Unless they say 10 bucks a month, you can play any NES or Super Nintendo Virtual Console game as much as you want. Yeah, okay. That. Then if they... I mean, they won't do that because they're Nintendo. They won't do that, but... right. Or if they say it's backwards compatible with any virtual console purchases or any digital purchases, virtual console or regular link between worlds. And then I could play on the big screen. Okay. If I can move them all over, then that's, that's something to tide you over. But I, I think it's 99% sure Mario's coming out, whatever the Mario game is, it it has to, otherwise they can't launch the system. They might as well push the system back to June. Right. Which would not be it. No. Cause they can't, it can't just be Mario Kart 8.5 or, What's a, or Splatoon. Splatoon? Splatoon's a good game, I guess. I mean, I haven't played it, but people really it. like it. But that's not going to sell switches. No. And this thing has to come out of the gate, and it has to hit hard, and it has to hit fast. Anything else you want to? That's all. I want the game. I want get the game right is the most important yes, thing. Hundred percent. If if once we play it in June, it and if it's a ten out of ten, and one of the best two or three Zelda games ever made if it's up there with Ocarina and Zelda 3 and Zelda and 1 to me then it's worth it nobody will remember all the delays and everything right speaking of Nintendo Super Mario Run has a date December 15th on iOS first eventually it'll come to Android we don't know exactly when but it will come $9.99 for the full game unlock there are three different game modes World Tour, which is basically Mario as we know it, except it's an automatic runner. Toad Rally, which is basically the same thing, except you're playing against a ghost of a friend, and you, you try to beat their score and their coins and their time and all that stuff. And then there's Kingdom Builder, which is basically like SimCity Mario, I guess. It looks like it's pointless. You just like put a mushroom house here and put a mushroom house here and just do whatever. Seems completely pointless. I want to go back. I don't remember what episode it was. Probably a couple months ago. Our predictions and what we thought about Super Mario Run when it came out. Sean said, and I quote, if it's more than $1, I'm not getting it. However, Sean also did say, hopefully they let people download it and try it for free. I said, I will pay up to $5 for it. And then my predictions were, it'll either be $4.99 or $6.99. They're not going to do $14.99 or $20 or anything like that. They won't do that. How are you feeling now? Nine ninety nine is the price point, but you can download it and try out. Try out. We don't know exactly what that means. Each of the three modes for free. I cannot believe I'm talking about a mobile game on our podcast. I'm glad they're doing that because if they weren't, I'm not buying it for ten dollars. That is steep. I mean, it's ten. I know. It's I know. Ridiculous to talk about, but it's more than I've ever spent on a mobile game. So to me, it's steep. If I can't... One penny would be more than I've ever sent. Well, no, I bought the Angry Birds game when I had a gift card, so never mind. Yeah. Um, It's likely that I'm going to get this game because I don't see Nintendo screwing this up. This is not going to be some cheap, stupid, infinite runner that you can download for free. Like, they're going to do this right and they know that because they're going to give it away for free and be like, look how awesome this is before you buy it. So I'm confident that 
it's going to be good. $10 for a mobile game is kind of a lot. Yeah. But, it, I, okay, I, I don't go to Starbucks a couple times and then I break even. Like, it's not a big deal. So I'm, I'm it's, almost it's more, definitely going to get it. It's just the principle it. more than anything. Right. So, I don't know. I'm looking forward to it. I want to see what hmm. Nintendo has to offer outside of Tomo or whatever in the, the mobile realm. Um, I didn't even know until now that there's anything more than just like an infinite runner. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of curious. I mean, I, I'm curious what to expect out of this kingdom builder thing, whatever it is. I, they, they didn't really say much. I've got to imagine that just seems like a weird pair to have that go with. I'm sure that's just like a very small side yeah. thing. Like this is a runner, right? It's probably just something else you can do. Like, ooh, you just unlocked a toad hut. Where do you want to put it? Oh, right. I'll put it here. Okay, now what? Like, I think that's going to be a very small part of it. But I do take back what I said about I'm not getting if it's any more than a dollar. <laughs> but, but it's still to be determined. It's to be determined. But if it's as good as I'm thinking it will be, because it's Nintendo. I'll probably get it. I'll probably get it. I think I'll probably get it. If if like I said for you when the when I said to you when the price first got announced, if nothing else, I can buy it one time. You We've got family share, so I can put it on it. mine, on my iPad, the the old iPad the kids use, on Jess's phone, so it's just there and everybody can play it. Wait, I assume it's on iPads too, right? I would assume so, yeah. I think it is. It's gotta be. Yeah, it's gotta be. One other quick item here, which is really important to us. Kojima is being honored at the Game Awards here next week. Uh, By the way, come back Friday for our predictions for the show. Um, We'll put up a quick hit about that. Uh, But Kojima is being honored with the Industry Icon Award, and damn it, he deserves it. Jeff Keighley said this, and I quote, One of the most important things I wanted to do this year was give Hideo Kojima the stage moment he was robbed of last year. If you remember last year, Metal Gear won Adventure Game of the Year. It's not an adventure game. Like, it made no sense. I was glad it won. It should have won Game of the Year. It was better than Witcher, but whatever. And Keely gave no Fs, and he went on camera and was like, yep, Kajami. Uh, Kajamis. <laughs> I just ruined you the moment. You say Kojima. I say Kajama. Konami's lawyers would not let him attend here, and Hideo, we love you. We're thinking about you, and we miss you, and hopefully you'll be here next year. And now he's getting his stage moment that he so rightfully deserves. Yeah. Very happy. Very happy. But like I said, stay tuned. Friday, come back for our predictions for the Game Awards. But until then, you know what we're going to do now, Sean? What are we going to do? It's that time of the week when we play the... It's the back of the box challenge. We went weird. (laughs) I don't know what happened. They were like... (laughs) If you didn't know, the back of the box challenge is how we end the podcast here every week on the two-player co-op podcast. We were inspired... My game scoop and <laughs> just keep rolling and guess who and other video game games like that guessing game. So what we do is we take a retail release of a game. We look at the back of that box. We read the back of the box to the other player. We bleep out any pertinent information that would just give the game away and make it too easy. The other player gets to ask some follow-up questions. We don't really keep track of how many because the points aren't real and the questions don't matter. Nope. Shoot. Close enough. The rules don't matter and the points are made up. Anyways, the score is made up. Anyways, that's the back-of-the-box challenge, and that's what we're going to do now. You read first. I just realized I wanted to change my game. 
Lead a force of blank straight down terror's throat. Terror or terrorists? Terrors. Okay. Blanks. <laughs> Blanks. Blank. 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 No. What the hell? No. Time out. I'm throwing a technical. Blank. Okay. The same thing I blanked. I bleeped before. Lead a force of blank. Of blanks. Blank, 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 blank. <laughs> Lead a force of blanks. Okay. Straight down Tara's throat. Straight down Tara's same, throat. Same blank. Blanks. <laughs> blank, 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 and blank. So it's their names. Okay. Blanks, blank, 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 and blank. This is retarded. Are a special... Uh, are a blank team who... <laughs> <laughs> who have seen more than their share of action blank is their post now that a terrorist group known as dnme is bombarding the enemy i think that's what they're going for is bombarding its citizens with a typhoon of a crime wave <laughs> what <laughs> where did you come up with this crap the blank has been asked to stop them no matter what Take command, solo, or team up with a comrade in two-player mode. Even if you go it alone, you can call on a backup blank for spot support. Tap into your blank, <laughs> tap into your blank training to devise unique battle plans and attack patterns. Select weapons and decide which blank's individual strengths are best suited for the dirty deeds going down. Done dirt cheap. You can switch blanks. Whenever the situation calls for it. Endure all five... This is a long back of the box. Endure all five grueling missions swarming with traps and terrorists that take place in a... And then it lists all the different levels. I'll, I'll bleep those. Encounter secret passageways, hidden rooms, and more. Every man is a walking... You just got sick of saying blank? Every man is a walking arsenal with heavy-duty weaponry. Including rocket launchers, flamethrowers, bazookas, rifles, landmines, time bombs. This mission is no cakewalk, but if it was, they wouldn't have given it to you. Hit them with all you got. Is this a Neo Geo game? No. So it's not Metal Slug. <sighs> There's more than four bros, so it's not Bro Force, and Bro Force didn't have a retail release. Perfect. Is this a 90s game? Yes. 16 bit? No. 32. No. 8? Yes. Is it a Konami game? Yes. Yes, yes. Okay, I was going to say, it's Konami or Capcom? Oh, God. Konami. Is this played from a top-down perspective? Mm, Yeah, some. Yeah, it can be. Parts. (laughs) <laughs> is this did this box have the gray around the outside style like the Castlevania games did I gotta, I gotta look at the front of the box it's the front of the box did we rent the hell out of this game okay it did not no oh, that's not Akari Warriors but and we definitely rented it so it's not Akari Warriors it is not <clears throat> was that Konami mm-hmm. or Ultra I mean yeah same thing this is the, like I've never. The, you set a record for the most blanks. 
But it was like the same word. I mean, wait a minute. So it's got to be. Were those blanks names that are well known? No. Like if I told you the game and said name the four people, you red, blue, green, and yellow, you wouldn't guess it. But if you heard the names, you might get the game. You know what I'm saying? So the game wouldn't give the names away, but the names might give the game away. Yes. <clears throat> Captain Planet. Um, four players. It's two player co op. Excuse me. I'm so sorry. That didn't register. No, that definitely <laughs> registered. I was. It was off the chart. <laughs> um, I already forgot. Did we say. Oh, this was an eight bit game. Oh, is it a portable game? No. Handheld, okay. Is it an NES game? Yes. I mean, I, I didn't think you would do a Master, Master System, System, but you never know. Uh, was this also in arcades? Oh! No. Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. Oh, God, what was that game? It wasn't a Konami game. Smash TV. No. That's what I was... That's not a Konami game, though. I don't remember. I think that might have been Tito. That might have been presented Dito. by Tito <laughs> Dito East. Presented by Tito East. Oh. <laughs> Is this a well, like, acclaimed game? Like, is it remembered fondly? No. Really. Or is this a crappy, it's a crappy game. Okay. But. I got to start going deeper into my prediction, <laughs> into my games. Well, yeah. But, what were you going to say? I was going to say it's a well-received Is this Is franchise. this part of a series? Yeah. Okay. Is it still live today? Mm. I've got to assume so. Konami? I don't know. Let me, you just keep going. Let me look it up. It seems like it would be, but now that I think about it. Konami sucks, so unless they turn it into a pachinko. <laughs> God, what else did Konami make? Is this a Contra game? Yes. Oh, what was that game? Oh my gosh. No, I'm thinking of Mighty Final Fight. What was the ga- weird game? What was the weird Contra? Is Contra still around today? I mean, they haven't made... Contra 4 might Seems have been like the last Seems like they'd still game. be making like 3DS games or something. No, like that, Contra but. 4 might have been the last one. It was funny because between Contra 3 and Contra 4, they probably released 15 Contra games. So this is an 8-bit Contra... What the hell was the name of that game? Didn't have to like short... Hardcore Uprising was 2011. That was the last one. That came out after... Oh, 4 was like 2007. God, I'm so weird. Um, Oh my God, I'm never going to remember what the name of it is. All I can picture is Mighty Final Fight and that's Capcom and not Contra. So, But I feel like... What other country game was it? Do you want to know their names? It's probably not going to help, but sure. I can pretty much read it without. All right. Lead a force of commandos straight down Terror's throat. Commandos, Burn, Smith, Beans, and Iron are a special forces team who blah, blah, blah. How the hell does that give away the name of the country game? If I heard those four names, I would have known the game. I don't remember the name of the game. I know I can picture it, but I can't 
I can't. I can't. Contra. Commando. Forces. Forces. Force. Contra force. Oh, contra force. <laughs> Let me see it. Uh, oh, yes. I didn't remember it had multiple I players, though. Yeah. Okay. Where's the back of the box? I want to oh, see the back. Oh, I, I want to see, see the gameplay. I remember that. Those are the four guys. Wow. Iron always looked like a clown for some reason. And they did have top-down uh, Okay. See, I, I mean, I said short and fat. I mean, they weren't like... They weren't like Mighty Final Fight, short and fat, but they were kind of short and fat. Or, yeah, compared to the other one. Oh, my gosh. Good. Deep cut. Deep Shout cut. out to you. Deep cut. All right, ready? Uh, yeah. Is this the new game? You switched yes. it? I switched in the middle. It's world payback time, and the infamous blank is here to collect. <laughs> I'm not trying to read it in a Duke Nukem voice. It's not Duke Nukem. Welcome to 2636. And I'm all out of gum. The year the blank, I, I can probably unblank that, but I'll leave it blank for now. Gets even. With an unprecedented blank onslaught orchestrated to push blank technology and its commandos to their ultimate reaches. Plunge through a molten hot massacre on a high speed voyage to the guts of the arch of the arch enemy blank. Scope out the side. Oh, that was the heat. And the top. We had a bird in here earlier this week, and I was worried the bird just all of a sudden reappeared. Pick off solar slime dogs like the mutant megasquitos and the psycho cyclers while you scale over walls, swing from girders and ropes, hitch rides on a missile, whatever it takes. Sweat through six gut-splitting stages, including the Battle of the Blazing Sky and the Mucho Grande Badlands. <laughs> the graphics are so real, the explosions will nearly knock you off your feet. And the boss enemies are so gigantic, your screen can hardly hold them. You'll need to wrap both hands around your artillery, powerful enough to make today's weapons look like squirt guns. This is a country game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Damn it. Is it? I should have gone to my original game. I'm trying to picture it. Was it uh, hardcore? No. Was it super? Uh, not super. Uh, it's three yeah. Alien yeah. Wars. The year the notorious one gets even. Yeah, I didn't think so. I probably could have not bleeped that, but you know. is that the game that? So we each chose Contra. <laughs> I didn't originally. Here's what right, I was... Right, but I mean, but before I read my... Now, game. so this is what I was going to do. But there's like two sentences on the back of the box. Oh, I looked into doing that before too. But the back of the box is like nothing. It's just so... Twisted metal. Big and tough, about. fast and deadly, you're just playing crazy. 12 deadly machines and all. Stalk highways, hunt suburbia, take your pick. One just says you all... One just says you all over. One just says you all over. One just says you all over. I'm reading that right, right? One just says you all over. What the hell is that? That's not... Take your pick. One just says you all over. Like, one is perfect. For, but they I mean, didn't put quotes around it. Well, <laughs> it's not a, saying you all over. One just says you all over. I would have read that and you would have been like, what the hell is this? Oh, God. 
Wow. Oh, both did Contra. Both did Contra. I think we've done, I mean, I'm not going to do hardcore uprising or anything like that. It's, <laughs> it's just that we haven't really, I don't know those well enough. No, I don't know anything about it. Thanks for being here, everybody. This has been episode 47 of the Two Player Co-op Podcast. As always, you can find us on the Twitter webs. I am at Kevin White 24 He is at Real Sean White. Together, we are at Two Player underscore Co-op. If you're watching us on YouTube, thank you so much. If you're listening on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, iTunes, or any other podcast services around the world, check out the YouTube channel. Hit the subscribe button. Tell your friends. Thank you so much for getting us to 60 subs. Hopefully next week we'll be telling you we're at 70, and then we'll go up from there to 70,000. But until we get to 70,000. Oh, yeah. Also, hey, tomorrow if you're in the U.S., it's Thanksgiving. If you're watching this when it came out, if you're not, then it's already been Thanksgiving. But, hey, happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy your time with families. I hope it's a happy time for you. If it's not, it's okay. It'll get better. We're here for you. Now, until the next time, Sean, go ahead and take us out. Thank you. Bye.